No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. This episode of the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast is brought to you by the Fallout Shelter Arcade, Minnesota's only operator of 12 Tesla II cockpits. Located in Minneapolis, you can find them on the web at www.falloutsheltercade.com. Stop by and test your skills against the 331st. Open Saturday and Sunday unless at a convention. Also brought to you by the Sunder Junkies, Sunder 2 Mission Play Server in Mech Warrior 4 Mercs. Hey, Mech Jock, are you training for MWO? Are you looking for something more than that same old team battle all the time? If so, then check out the Sunder 2 Mission Play Server on MechMatch. But hang on tight, big boy. Because you'll be going up against the most experienced pilots around. Give it a try. You won't regret it. Brought to you by the Sunder Junkies and the MechTech MechWarrior 4 Mercs 3.1 free release. Tell them Nano sent you. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. <laughs> Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. No Galaxy Mech War Podcast number 25. My name is Phil, and I'll be your host. It is April 18th, 2012, and my shout-out, I have two tonight. First, it's to coffee, because coffee is freaking amazing, and it's a must-have, all right? Are you talking and, about your girlfriend? Ooh, am I? You didn't even think about, about that. Drink? Yeah, no, no, I, no. I did, but... Our listeners don't know his girlfriend's know. last name is Coffee. Yes, it is. She so coffee in the morning, coffee at night. It's you know, it's all good. <laughs> and my second shout out is going to go to dump trucks, and maybe I'll explain that one later. Is that but, your girlfriend, uh, Darren? <laughs> yeah, I don't she need will coffee, you. man. I'm naturally invigorated. <laughs> Phil, how do you like your coffee ground? I, I was about to make a dead baby <laughs> joke. I don't know if that was appropriate or not. No, okay, I won't do it. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. All right. This is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. My shout-outs tonight go to my family, uh, my friends in the Rust Bucket Warriors, a new uh, uh, World of Tanks clan, to our international listeners. Hey, everybody. And tonight, this wasn't on uh, my shout-outs at first, but I've got to give a shout-out to the first Robinson Rangers. I mean, holy shit, look at this turnout. They promised Five free lands, spandex, right. and look what happened. Oh my what, God. what the hell? We've been invaded by the first RR. There's 18 or 19 of them. Five lands is even. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Uh, the rest of you uh, units out there, unit, are going to have to uh, put some work in to compete here because the first Robinson Rangers, it's looking like they're going to uh, kick some ass when MWO comes out. We should just tell Tyrod, bring the Germans, Z Germans, but then we'll definitely have to make sure they're muted because I'll be drunk and. Yeah, 
because yes. Germans are always drunk, right? That's anyways. All right, Brandon, who do you got tonight? Uh, tonight I have, of course, my friends and aces, and our live studio audience who has hit fifty people. Awesome. And our other host who hasn't or wasn't here last week. Uh, nice to see you, Greg, and you're alive. Hey. How does it feel like his coffee? Hot and full of cream. Oh! oh, oh. Zing. Uh, shout out to Miguel, a friend I met uh, over the past weekend partying up in New York City. Also a sci-fi fan. So what's up, man? I hope you uh, decide to take the plunge into MWO when it comes out. Cool. I saw some pictures of you, and it looked like a little bit of intoxication involved in women on Facebook. Is Is that pretty? Actually, you know, you both sound a little bit out of it today. I lost my voice from all the screaming and cheering and talking to people. Oh, I was well. not intoxicated, however. There may have been some some lush recreational lush drugs ladies around that may have been oh. intoxicated. He was he was high on life. What are you talking about? This is Greg we're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, I'm I'm actually a little bit tired, I'm not gonna lie. This uh this job is uh yeah. Lots and lots of hours. But anyways. And also I like to thank our new listeners and uh, we appreciate that the live audience is here 50 plus still grown we got guys hopping in the audience really room get dragged down here so we do appreciate your support and we got some cool news for you and now for the news the no guts no galaxy news anything and everything ngng today's news is brought to you by the remnant we are a mercenary corporation dedicated to mech warriors with skilled, professional, and helpful attitudes. We hope to create an environment where teamwork flourishes and new players are helpfully guided and taught. Together, we shall dominate the inner sphere. Find out more at tinyurl.com forward slash the remnant. That is T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com forward slash the R-E-M-N-A-N-T. Speaking of unit sponsorship, if you would like to get your unit mentioned at the beginning of our news segment, email me. You can go to our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net. Email me and uh, make any donation, $1, $10, $100, whatever you can afford, and we will mention you and hopefully get you uh, some recruitment like the first Robinson Rangers that are representing today. Also a reminder that if you have a unit, unit, you can get a spot on our NGNGTS3 server. Uh, log on anytime. The information is on our website. And uh, you can talk to either Phil, Alex, or myself and get yourself set up. And if I'm not on, um, you can always email me and we can schedule time. So when I am on, I can set you up as well. So, And what is your option. email? It is Lang at noguts.nogalaxy.net. And you can find that at the contact uh, menu bar up top at our website. Thank you, Phil. And for today's international listeners, uh, we don't have a lot of change this week. We do have Finland coming in at number five. Uh, that They booted Russia out of the number five spot. Number four, we have Australia. Number three, Germany. Number two, Canada. And number one, Italy. So not much movement this week. I'd like to bring a little attention to iTunes. If any of you listen to us on iTunes, or if any of you don't, maybe check it out. Um, we would appreciate you going to iTunes, looking up No Guts, No Galaxy, and uh, give us some comments. Um, the more comments we get, positive feedback, etc., cetera, uh, the more attention we'll get and hopefully uh, uh, bigger listenership. So head on over to iTunes, give us some comments or feedback, subscribe to our podcast there, 
and uh, I'll probably start reading some con- uh, some of these comments live on the air uh, starting next week if you guys get to it. So please help us out. Yeah, because we actually have no idea how many of you actually use the iTunes. We actually bent over backwards to get it working, and hell, it may just be Brandon and that's it. So let us know. We do have a few comments there, but they're a little dated, so I didn't want to read them today. But we could use some updated ones. So, uh, yeah, give us, uh, give us a bone, guys. Uh, today's community spotlight, our own, very own Vincent Vascal. Um, I am only going to be able to describe this for you live listeners. Uh, for the rest of you listening, we'll have links on our website uh, in this episode's summary. But basically, uh, Phil, did you, get, did you see this picture? Uh, yeah, and actually, we don't have to just let him keep him hanging. I think uh, Brandon just posted it there for him to look at it. Yeah, our live audience can uh, check that out, definitely. Um, basically, it's a Mech Warrior branding iron. Uh, that's pretty insane. Yeah, and to sort of give you an idea of what it looks like, it's the uh, sort of Mech lettering uh, M with the Mech Warrior 4 stylist, you know, uh, Timberwolf. AK Mad Cat, and of course the W. It's sort of, it's sort of the Dark Age M and W, I guess what's more familiar. I think even more uh, amazing to me, besides the details of what it is, it's it's a fucking branding iron. This, is, this isn't some, like, joke. This was made by a blacksmith. This is a Mech Warrior branding iron. There's going to be cows running around with fucking Mech Warrior on their ass. I met a guy this weekend that had a Keith and the Girl branding on his ribcage. About the size of my hand. Wow. Craziness. Yeah. So yeah, actually, what? like a burn victim, but. <laughs> that's what I was, was going to say. I'm glad me and Vincent, you know, weren't Marine buddies and we got drunk. <laughs> oh, I got this great freaking idea, dude. Bitch, you won't do it. Yeah. What'd you say? Bitch, you won't do it. Oh, it hurts. Well, it did it. You know, it would have so happened too. So actually, what this is for is uh, he's doing a uh, basically a desk build for MechWarrior. Um, you can, we'll have a link. Uh, Brandon, if you don't mind posting that link to the live audience. So he's doing an amazing desk build, and he's going to brand his desk. Um, Interesting idea. Uh, And we'll have a link to that as well in our show summary. But uh, very crazy and cool at the same time, don't you think? Kudos, Vincent. Yes. Thank you, Vincent, for bringing that to our attention. And if anybody else wants to uh, submit something for the Community Spotlight... Go to our website, email myself or Phil, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out. So, very cool, Vincent. Thank you. I think I'm going to take this last one, Darren, if you don't mind. Well, I thought we'd both discuss it, but yeah, go ahead and get started. Can, can, do I have permission, sir? You have my permission. Permission to come aboard, sir. All right. So, we recently did a artist cover on Anthony Shimmering Sword, and... Not only that, that was actually our previous community spotlight. Yeah, and, and not only that is, you know, I've had uh, more dialogue with Anthony. Great guy. Amazing work. And obviously, most of you guys saw his recent Marauder uh, depiction. Uh, amazing, uh, beautiful art. So we got to thinking, and we sort of ran into an issue with the t-shirts. And uh, I guess to break it down, our, our graphics artist, uh, Wayne, um, from Wales has disappeared off the face of the earth. Like his email, he may be dead. Um, we hope not. Well, I'm going to go with dead. Just I'm going to assume the worst, and he's dead. So basically, um, emails are bouncing. 
Yeah, so anyways, the original file, um, we couldn't get our logo bigger and better and all that to original blah blah blah. And this brilliant idea popped in my head. Well, also just to say, what that means is that we are not able to proceed with the t-shirts that we were having manufactured because we needed uh, certain specifics with our logo that we were not able to obtain because our graphic artist disappeared. So we were in a situation trying to decide what to do. Um, you know, we've been chomping at the bit for these t-shirts. Uh, we've already had people email us saying they've got money, they're waving it in our faces, they want to buy t-shirts, but we don't have any. And so, um, yeah, basically this put us into a conundrum. Well, and then I pretty much said I know who to talk to. So anyways, we got on the phone, uh, or actually we got on here with uh, Anthony, and this is what's going to happen, guys. Within the next month, you will start to see Shimmering Sword doing, and this is for t-shirts, his direct touch of the Unseen, the Warhammer. You already saw the Marauder, but it'll be a little bit different. The Rifleman, the Archer, and that's just a start. Now, we've already commissioned him to do this, so he is already working for us. He's already working on this. And if you know where he sort of gets his, uh, I guess, input from, and Darren, he mentioned that as well, um, he, he gets the community feedback. So not only are you guys going to have the opportunity to see that Marauder on an actual T-shirt, but it's going to be actually high quality. I mean, he he was talking that he always... He does like HD stuff, like his as far as the pixels and density. Anyways, we're actually going to be using that for our T-shirts, and he's actually building that. Well, let me expand a little bit on that before you go uh, further into it. Um, Coffee mugs. Yeah, we don't know exactly. Well, okay, here's the deal: we are going to have T-shirts with our regular logo, and basically, what we're going to have to do is commission probably uh, Shimmering Sword to redo our logo. So those will be coming hopefully sooner rather than later. But the and, and we're excited about that as much as anything else. Or no, not as much as everything else. What we're really excited about is this custom uh, artwork that we're commissioning Shimmering Sword to do. Um, Hearts Blade, I hope you're paying attention here because I picked these first four mechs. Um, the Warhammer, Marauder, Rifleman, and Archer. Um, four of my favorites. But he's going to totally do custom artwork for us. And this is going to be basically a limited time... Um, deal like we're gonna you know only print up so many of whatever t-shirts or whatever product um, it's gonna be really exciting because basically what we're getting to do here is we're you guys are supporting us whether that be financially or by listening to our show every week and in turn we get to support the Battletech Mech Warrior community and you know people like Shimmering Sword they're not you know walking around in their mansions because of the artwork that they do uh, these guys do a lot of uh, hard work, and uh, a lot of the times it's for nothing. Um, but since you guys are supporting us, we're able to support them, and uh, we're going to have some, in my opinion, some pretty fucking amazing uh, stuff come out of this. Um, it's going to be the coolest T-shirts ever, in my opinion. So, again, uh, if you haven't checked him out, Shimmering Swords, he's DeviantArt, and you can check it out on our website. I think, actually, our live audience, some of them are jizzing in their pants right now because they're looking at it. But anyways, that's enough of that. We just wanted to hit on and let you guys know that there's been a little bit of a change of plans, but in my opinion and Darren's, we believe it is for the better. So Hell yeah. For, for that, it'll be on our site, direct links, all that fun. So basically, funding for this podcast and these types of projects, um, that's 100% you guys. 
and um, you know we've already paid uh, Shimmering Sword to to start this, um, but we need more help, and so. I'm going to put out a specific amount right now, um, and I'm going to put something up on the website that'll show how close we are to reaching our goal. But basically, to complete this project, um, this this commissioned artwork and the and the uh, stuff that we're going to, you know, t-shirts and whatever else we do, um, we need about a thousand dollars. And so that is a goal that I'm putting out there. Uh, if anybody can help, if you have it in you to, you know, you have some disposable income. And uh, can support our podcast. This is what it's going to be going to right now, uh, the primary thing at least. And so, uh, you know, like I said, it's uh, listener-supported radio. You guys are are helping us um, get amazing stuff like this done. Working within our community, building the BattleTech Mech Warrior uh, name up for you know for every project that we talk about in our podcast. Um, not to mention, just had to upgrade our hosting. Um, and the TS3 that we're, uh, you know, I'm going to probably have to upgrade the TS3 just because of the first Robinson Rangers. Um, there was a little <laughs> issue with our, our web hosting, wasn't it? Some people are having the web our website blocked by their their network because yeah. some... Well, basically, I just yeah, had to change hosts. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so a lot of stuff to spend money on, not a lot of money to spend. So please help us out. All right, guys, we got actually a pretty cool thing tonight, and it's going to be some audience trivia, and that's for you guys, the live audience. And Darren's going to be heading this up. So, Darren? Yep, we got, uh, if you remember the uh, trivia question uh, some episodes back, we got another trivia round coming up for our live audience. Um, in order to win our prize, which is a copy of Crisis Warhead, so you can play Mech Warrior Living Legends or Crisis Warhead if you want, uh, you must have a Steam account, so get signed up if you want this. So this is for our live audience only. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you two trivia questions. And the first person to email me with the correct answers at bombadil at nogutsnogalaxy.net will win Crisis Warhead. So if you already have Crisis Warhead, uh, either please don't uh, enter or, you know, give it to somebody who doesn't. Um, we're trying to, to build up the player base. So here's question number one. Actually, Phil, do you want to ask that one? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go with it. Fear to cross the inner sphere, the DFA, or death from above, is a unique physical attack. What nickname was attached to the DFA after a Star League era assault mech becomes notorious for performing it? All right, so that's question number one. And again, you have to answer both questions correctly. Uh, the second question, the machine gun is a simple weapon that is light on both range and damage. Although it is well supplied with ammunition, how many rounds does a single ton of machine gun ammo contain? So both of those questions, you need uh, correct answers. First one to get it to me at my email wins. Um, and thank you, Harvey, for coming up with the questions. And there you have it, guys. So again, uh, we're going to be moving on to Book of the Month discussion. And um, actually, uh, I, I, I Well, not think... the discussion. The discussion's next week, right? Well, yeah, but b- before we jump ahead of ourselves, we've got Mech of the Week. It's not just filler. This is the real deal. And now, this week's Mech of the Week. Yeah. Now, the Mech of the Week, uh, I guess some people just didn't get the memo or TPS reports. Um, the Locust, yeah, we did that last week, guys. Just, just throwing that out there. So this week, we actually have the Firestarter. Now, the Firestarter is one of those unique mechs because, to be honest, we haven't really seen it in its true form. But in the novels, it shines, actually, 
pretty much well literally it shines sometimes well here's some quick details uh the the main fire starter is the fs9-h uh it's designed by argyle technologies of sky in 2550 it's a light mech 35 tons goes 97 kilometers per hour and it has jump jets it is armed with four flamers two medium lasers and two machine guns now have you guys ever actually used this in the tabletop I have not used it in the tabletop, but I have used it in MechWarrior 2 Mercenaries. And I have, uh, I remember, boy, was it Boo or somebody had it in uh, Mega Mech, one of our campaigns, and I just remember by the end of the uh, the round, there was lots and lots of smoke all over the map. Yeah, because not only did he use the flamers effectively against us, he also lit every single thing of vegetation on fire, which therefore caused a ton of smoke, and visibility was pretty much null. So, yeah, thanks, Boo. It's all about that Mech Command gold. So yeah. some interesting facts regarding the uh, fire starter. It was um, during the Succession War... Uh, somewhere around 3,000 of them were produced. It originally was not assigned to lances because uh, it was thought that they were too specialized to, to be of real use, but they later discovered that it made a good scout mech um, as it could easily set fires to cover its retreat. Basically, uh, you'd have to run through an inferno to catch up to it. And um, then there was also an Omnimech version created later in 3058. But that one's 45 pounds. Yeah, yes. and it, it got upgraded. One of the things about the Firestarter that I don't think we've ever really been able to see in a true MechWarrior game, and, and maybe we will see it with MWO or one of the other iterations of, is what flamers actually do and the effect of, and, um, you know, like Mech Commander. The flamers actually didn't have anything to do with heat. They actually resulted in damage. It was like another weapon. It was like another laser. Um, the flamers itself, it's not like Napalm. You know, it's not like it's shooting out some gasoline or whatever. So, would you guys ever enjoy that role? Or have you, I think one of you said you played it in, in Mercenaries. Did it work effectively? Well, the thing with the MechWarrior 2 Mercenaries, the flamer was essentially god mode. Like, if you just ran up to somebody and you flamered them. I don't know exactly how the mechanics were working, but man... <laughs> It didn't matter if it was a light mech, an assault mech, it would fall to pieces after a couple seconds of being under a flamer. So, uh, like you mentioned, with uh, with Mech Commander, that sort of fell off and it just became like a regular weapon. And I think with some of the later Mech Warriors, it really did just increase heat. So, to me, the, the success of the Firestarter in the game, and we know it's going to be in the game because they released that thing yesterday, the ISN Newsflash, it's really going to depend on what the flamer is going to do. Like, will the flamer be a weapon of consequence? And if it is, then the fire starter is going to be a very popular and successful mech chassis. If the flamer is just another laser with a shorter range or something like that, it's not going to be that popular. Or if it, the heat that it gives off doesn't really affect the battle in a very consequential way, I think you're going to see not much of a not much use. I don't know. I I certainly wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't take the fire starter out just to do it. I mean, I would do it because the flamers are going to be awesome. Now, there is not a fire starter in MechWarrior Living Legends, but there's plenty of flamers. Yeah, um, there is, actually. I was about to mention that one of our listeners said something to the effect of the Turbo variant that had flamers. And I can say, because I've experienced it, not only is it very, very effective, but depending also on the uh, terrain and uh, environment that you're in the inferno maps in mwll 
my god i mean heat's not bad enough but then here you have like a harasser who comes around the corner or some other mech and it's in your face next thing you're overheating and yeah you could flush your coolant and try to hide it off but it's just gonna it just spikes you and there's nothing you can do yeah sunday night when we had our uh ngng uh you know playtime in mech warrior living legends actually alex uh our angry scotsman pretty much destroyed me from flamers i think he had four of them on me and boom i went yeah so it'd be uh really interesting how they tied into mwo and if they do or when they do i guess like uh craig said um so we'll just stay tuned so a very very cool mech it's really useful in the tabletop i've seen it used against me so i know how effective it is and not to mention you know obviously just burn everything in flames you know why not burn the world down so that was your burn baby burn all right, guys, we got for MechWare Online, today was the Q&A uh, from the community about the Mech Lab, and there was a few things that I took out of it, and I want to just hit on those two real quick, and then, you know, we can go from there. Uh, one of them was that weapons were not destroyed when a limb is blown off, per se, and what I mean by that is the weapon's no longer available to you. Obviously, when you're in combat, it's just it's destroyed as far as that, but it said... All it needs is repairs before it can get be used again. Did you guys catch that? Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, actually, I do know how I feel about it. Not good. Uh, it seems like there's not going to be a lot of destruction, like true destruction of mechs and items, which really makes me sort of leery about how the economy is going to work. So it, that's, it, that's basically salvaging your own parts, right? That's what yeah, we're right, talking about here? It seems like that's going to happen whether you win or lose the fight. Yeah, see, I a preference, my personal preference would be whoever wins the battle is the one that, you know, gets the rights to salvage, but it uh, doesn't sound like that's going to be well, the way it is. I don't think there, you know, early on, especially seeing the details, I didn't think there would be salvage per se, because that's a, that's a whole other monster. But I was under the impression that, you know, weapons, for instance, having a market, you might have to stock up, blah, blah, blah. It looks like that's not going to be the case, and this seems relatively close to something like what, world uh world of tanks does like for example the engines now granted in world of tanks it's usually you start with the shittiest and you go to the best um but pretty much they said pretty much the same thing about the engine you know you basically you can upgrade your engine to different ones blah 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 uh but you know uh if they can't be destroyed there's really no point for a market and it's definitely not player driven at that point and it's not seated because everything would be available at any times and as many as you want. So I was a little disheartened about that, I guess. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if it's fun, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. But I was expecting a little bit more detail out of the, the market in, in itself. We have yet to find out more about that, though. Brandon? Well, they basically said that uh, – I'm sorry, Brandon. Uh, didn't they say, like, next month they'll be talking more about the, the market and the economy? Yeah, but yes. I, I don't know how you guys feel about it. But now I, I really don't care about the market because – doesn't yeah. matter they said different models of weapons are, is probably going to happen but then they said it's just aesthetics it's the same bang it's the same damage it's the same rate of fire um which of course it, it's still up in the air like I said that they uh change things or they they find something that works or doesn't work and uh you know they'll move on but those those things right there at least for me were the biggest things that popped out with that were like hmm well that does confirm that you know, if a weapon gets destroyed on your mech, all you have to do is repair it. So, 
Well, also, you could be offset by repair fees, right? You could be paying out the ass to get your PPC repaired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why I was saying, if it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, but, you know, options are always nice. You know, instead of it just being a repair button that does everything, cool, have that option maybe, but maybe give the people who want to micromanage a little bit or some options there, you know? I mean, well, one of the things that could offset it as well, like I said, the repairs, but it could cost more to repair PPC than it would three medium lasers. So you would have an incentive to take three medium lasers over the PPC. Yep, and and like I said, I, I'm still, I'm I'm still positive about it. I was just a little taken back. I thought there would be, stu- you know, I mean, there would be no point for a store really. There'd be no market details. It'd just be the weapons are listed. The weapons are listed. Ooh, whoop de doo. I mean named weapons of different you know companies or you know manufacturers if it's just aesthetics i really don't care i'm, I'm not gonna i'm assuming a lot of this is still um in development and maybe can be swayed by uh community opinion and you know and feedback because um, i mean if they are putting a market and they are putting an economy there's got to be a reason for it so uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see some stuff that's more positive in, in favor of what we like. Most definitely. So, again, that was the biggest thing I took out of it. Did you guys notice anything else that popped out to you? Uh, public API. Well, maybe possible. public API. Well, I, I think they basically stated that one, they, well, one, we know they have the technology to do so. Two, it may not be available right off the bat. Let's define public API. Uh, Greg, do you want to define like how API works as far as you? Uh, it's basically a data dump from the official servers that allows you to do things like uh, make a map, and then that map can be updated with statistics that are coming from the server data. I was thinking more along the lines of killboards, but that works too. <laughs> well, yeah. Kill oh, killboards are another thing. There's a lot of different uh, data that comes out of the EVE API. Now, who knows what they're going to put in the MWO API, but, you know, could be quite significant. Basically, um, I was contacted by Net Battletech uh, recently, and they were saying that they were hope- hoping to be involved with MWO uh, f- for the leagues and so forth, and this API type of stuff is, you know, what's necessary for them to be able to do that. Yeah, and I think with, you know, us being contacted by them, it sort of brought to light for me that one, I hope that the in-game map and, and planetary uh, interaction is enough for the players but if they're i guess if mwo and the dev team is uh, is basically bringing out a, a core game and that may not be enough for i guess the hardcore uh, battletech fans and what i mean by that not in a bad way but what i mean by is if you have you know a lot of people in your unit and you want to do some you know big scale things on and more than just just one planet and blah, 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 and, you know, all that detail that Net Battletech had, um, you know, you would have to look for other other venues to, you know, have that experience. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited just about the in-game planetary. I mean, crap, we've never had that with a MechWarrior, so. Yep. So there was a lot of discussion also about hard points and weapon swapping and so forth. Any comments on that from anyone? Um, Michael over at Mexpex has a really good write-up on basically the hard point system. Go check it out. <laughs> All right, check it out. Mexpex, M-E-C-H-S-P-E-C-S dot com. 
definitely a great site worth checking out, putting in your uh, bookmarks. And you know what? If you can't spell that, we have a link on our website. Oh. Indeed. <laughs> All right, guys. Some interesting forum posts by the staff. Now, Paul, um, and he basically, uh, again, we all knew Paul, and he says, a few things happened today, and I quote, the game is flowing beautifully. Garth is a nasty little rat in a Jenner. I ruined Russ's game fun by destroying him every time I played against him. All the heavy trash talkers ran away. And anyways, he goes into FD. Alex pulled every limb weapon system off our audio guy's mech and then finished him off with just a small laser because FD is a jerk. I'm going to say no. It's because he's pro. That's why. That's how you roll. Elite. That's what he does in, in MWL too. So like pick you to death in his freaking hawk moth troll. Mm. Happened to me too Probably. many times. Probably one of the most important things that came out of that was that the statement that atlases need to learn to stay with support mechs, or else they get destroyed by enemies really quickly. That's pretty much any mech, right? Well, yeah. Mm, well, except that you know it's like uh, again World of Tanks. If you're in one of the bigger tanks that has a harder time turning the turret or whatever. You can a fast mover like you would be in Phil can just basically do the circle of death around them and just frustrate the hell out of them as they get picked down to nothing. This is true. All right, and then we've got another uh, message by actually Paul, and it's his Sig link. Now you guys have to check this out for yourself, but it's basically a audio link. Um, Comstar Communications. Uh, so again, I'd like to thank uh, MWO staff for actually taking our. I guess uh, alias that uh, Brandon and the rest of us sort of nicknamed him with, and I guess they've just sort of ran with it because you know they're evil and conspiracies, and they've got all these agendas in the background that no one knows about until it's too late. And then we've got Garth. Now Garth made a post, and it was to the effect of um, information and a video of the MWO beta. Now I was sort of well. Did we, we already know. mention that the yeah that the friends and family has started? Yeah, we mentioned that last week that there's a rumor of it that we had heard. And then, you know, of course, we we saw this. Was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah, it was yesterday. And we all cried and said it was going to be okay. And we we're like, mostly oh, we cried because we realized, I guess, we're not friends. No, it's, it's one of the neat sad. things in the uh, picture, though, is get to see what looks to be the mech lab, perhaps. Yeah, there's some actually some cool things you can sort of pick out. You've got a system that's sitting by itself. There's no one at the at the uh, computer. You've got, um, got, I mean, there's like 10, 12, 15. I mean, there's a lot of people actually playing. And uh, I, I actually, I think I see a beer. You know what? What, what <laughs> do I have to do to sign up to make a MechWire game and be able to drink beer there? Please. I... Maybe it was uh, Casual Friday? Yeah, look look in the very first picture. It's a sort of big one, and it's guy on the very bottom right. There is a beer right next to his left hand. That is awesome. All right. Dude, can you That's imagine awesome. sitting around with a bunch of buddies, drinking beers, playing MWL? I mean, you know, uh, there's heaven in my mind. Forget all the virgins. There's fun? You know, all the religions that say when you go to heaven, you get a bunch of virgins, blah, blah, blah. Forget that. I just want beer and MWL. Concur, sir. All right, so that was pretty much the the most interesting forum post we saw. Uh, obviously, we actually know from an inside source they're actually really busy. Obviously, so focus your time on the game, guys. We do appreciate all the hard work, and we're looking forward to uh, getting more info 
So onto the community questions, we've got our first one, and it's by Patrick. And he basically asked us, and this was, I think, in response to uh, uh, some some poking from Brandon and realization that Brandon's back. He he's done. You're done with all your testing, right? Yes. And are you negative or positive? I well, am that positive. kind of testing. Are you pregnant? <laughs> I knew it. You slut. All right. Oh so, my! I mean, how how'd everything go? Did you pass everything? Oh, uh, I hope. I'm pretty sure I went in there. So I went in there basically in the positives, and even if I fail everything, hopefully I'll pass. They're they're gonna let you stay in Canada. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have any For pennies. Now. So what's he gonna do? Drink beer and play MWO. Walk downtown and pick up pennies, and then send them back to the mill mint to smelt uh, smelt them. Nice. All right, guys. And his question, Patrick's question is. How did you get into MechWarrior? Hmm, that may be a lengthy one. Um, who wants well, to Phil, you start, you start it off. Did, I've got a little bit of a story behind mine. All right, everybody get in a comfortable position. So there I was, standing in the line at the bank. It all started three million years ago. No, actually, the uh, how I got into MechWarrior was actually through the novels, to be, uh, to be honest. I, uh, I got into the novels, I played uh, AOL, um, as far as the multiplayer battle tech and I think I got like a $300 bill that my mom didn't pay because she was like I don't owe $300 blah 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 all that fun stuff and that's uh, I found out through there people were talking about MechWarrior and I went to like Radio Shack at the time that was you know good back then and I bought MechWarrior online and that's how or MechWarrior uh, 2 actually I got MechWarrior 2 Mercenaries first dude I thought you were doing some time traveling there I did. So, so you played uh, multiplayer battle tech Solaris on AOL. People were talking about the novels, and then you got the novels, and no, then you heard. It. No, I was reading the novels. Then I played multiplayer gotcha. battle tech on AOL, and then uh, people were mentioning something about MechWarrior, and I thought they were making references to like the novels, and then I figured out they weren't. And at this time, I was like twelve, thirteen. And uh, actually, we got MechWarrior 2 Mercenaries, and I cannot play it on my, uh, you know, Penny 1, 166, uh, you know, back then. So, or no, we upgraded to that. We had something before that, but yeah, my mom went out and bought, like, something for me. Mother's Love, right? How about you, Darren? What about you? Um, I, well, I was back in high school. I started playing the tabletop with uh, our buddy Jack Daniels, and uh, pretty much from playing the tabletop, fell in love with Battletech, and you know, was constantly keeping my eyes peeled for anything Battletech. Um, you know, discovered the novels, and as soon as the games came out, uh, starting from the very beginning, I played everything. Yeah, and you've been following Battletech and MechWarrior since like since Robotech its inception, Macross, like the, the since the days. Battle Droids tabletop that they then changed to Battletech. Right. So that was like God. That was like, dude, what's it feel like being like fifty? It hurts, man. <laughs> And, <laughs> and I'm not 50, you asshole. Because you can't poop? <laughs> I, I haven't pooped in five days. I'm freaking I out. I cannot man. wait until you're old. Oh, my God. Man. Even if I don't know you, I'm going to come around sometime when, when you're old and just make fun of you. You wouldn't know me? Is that because of the Alzheimer's would be really bad at that <laughs> I'm just saying. You said it was your... Never mind. All right, Greg. What about you, bud? Uh, I got into Battletech through the novels, actually. And then I started playing... Um, Solaris in the AOL days. I sort of stuck with it ever since, man. I was in love with it. 
I did uh, some RPing in AOL chat rooms. I did my first uh, tabletop games through said chat rooms as well. Is that when, and, when women were actually women in chat rooms back then? I don't know if there were women on the internet back then. No, I think we're living in the, the good times now. Where men yeah, and are true. men and women are sometimes women and sometimes men. <laughs> where men are men and women are hermaphrodites. <laughs> <laughs> You know, until proven otherwise, I'd be careful around here. <laughs> By the way, hopefully, Morgana, you had an awesome, awesome birthday. And, uh, you know, thanks for Yeah, she, w- she was the winner of our last uh, week's contest or the week before that, that or whatever crazy. it was. Birthday and winning a contest? Wow. Genius. All right, what about you, Brandon? How'd you, uh, how'd you get into the MechWarrior scene? The entire MechWarrior scene? Uh, first, it was probably... Well, in the same year, I picked up my first novel, which, if I remember correctly, was Black Dragon, I think it was? The one about the mercenary unit in the Combine. Yes, um, Comanchos, Cabarellos, I yes. believe. Yes, yeah. And then, the I'd say probably about a month later, I picked up Mech Commander Gold for like five bucks somewhere. I'm trying to remember where now, but I don't remember. And I played the shit out of that game. I, I agree, Mech Miner was amazing. But yeah, uh, that was actually a good book, by the way. Uh, it'll be interesting once we get to that time frame. It's You know what's funny? Just a little side note. It took me like three tries to read that book because the first, I would say, three or four chapters are pretty damn slow and boring. And I was like, oh my god. Once you get past that, it was freaking great. But anyways... You know- isn't it funny how all books have that? There's like a certain point you have to get to before you can't put the book down. I mean, you're talking about a good books. book. No, no, most books don't have that problem. I mean, I, of course. This is I'm not talking about your read. dirty magazines. I don't have dirty magazines. I've got coffee, remember? Coffee. All right, guys, we're going to move on to our next question, and it's by Guardian Wolf. And he basically is asking, and maybe roundabouts way, if the devs are listening... And maybe FD, when you're sweating and thinking about this, maybe you can just bring a notepad that doesn't smear when you're sweating. And what about game support as far as, um, you know, aerospace flatters, bombing runs, resupply trucks? And then, you know, he asked about the mobile field base, and I'm against that, sorry. So, XNAY, um, FD on the MFB, just don't do it. Um, and then also, when our next writing contest would be. Funny you should ask. We'll be discussing that at the end of today's podcast. So, Greg, I mean, do you have an opinion as far as, do you want to see any of those? Or you just don't really care, folks, on the mech warfare? Boom. That's it. I actually like the aerospace fighters. Um, <clears throat> so I would love to see those being included. I'm not as good of a pilot of them <laughs> as... Uh, apparently Mech Warrior Living Legends is illustrated, but I used to love them in the tabletop, and I would definitely love to see them at some point in now, the uh, online game, but it's not a requirement for me at launch, you know. It would be cool to see, but no rush. Didn't they already mention something about being able to call in airstrikes and artillery strikes? We're not going to be able to, you know, pilot those units per se, but that they will be there to be called in? Yeah, yeah, they did, and they if didn't get into command- details. Yeah, they didn't get any details about it, but yes, they did. So there you go. And they've also changed the whole, There's, from what I understand, there's no more commander role. They've changed stuff since then, and it's it'll be interesting seeing what's came out of the whole revisions. 
You know, it would be cool to have, uh, I don't know, if, I mean, I'm sure they'll never bring it in, but for anybody that played Planet Side 1, um, you know, the little logistics trucks, like bringing in a, a supply truck, or what was the thing where you had to go collect power from the different units and then drive it back to your base and supply them with power? Anyway, that kind of stuff would be fun. Spice is your life. No one, sorry. All right, never mind. All right, uh, Stingray asks, uh, I know plenty of us know about this or even played the game. Mechware Dark Age tried to fill the missing void of new Battletech materials soon after WizKids and Tops got the rights from Vasa. I'd like to know your thoughts on Dark Ages. You know, the gameplay, the miniatures, the novels, the storyline. Nobody talks about it much, and, you know, he was like, I can understand why, but it's still part of our mech gaming history. Um... It's kind of like the red-headed stepchild. However, we will need to be discussing it because when we get uh, Randall on the show. Yeah, well, first off, I think a lot of people actually just don't know the, the MechWare Dark Age. To be honest, I have, I mean, just looking over, I've, I've got about 20 of the, the books. Um, that being said, I think I read three of them. And then at the time, um, I haven't been able to, to catch up. I have heard, though, from some people that have read them that they're actually not bad once you get into it that being said the battletech universe in a whole was sort of flipped on its face and i mean to be honest a lot of us you know didn't really approve of our favorite characters sort of you know but what you know what do they do greg what do they do brandon i mean like when you get when they get to the point that you know they could have changed a uh, a ton of things but that's the route they decided did you guys ever play the tabletop the dark age tabletop i had a bunch of the miniatures but i never actually sat down and played the clicks game at all i do however have all the dark age novels now from what i understand basically what they did is they incorporated a an actual like dial system in the the miniatures correct and like that kept track of the heat for you you didn't have to do some of the things you had to do in the the regular tabletop They kind of made it, uh, how should I put this, they made it a little bit more to the casual audience. Uh, not a, You didn't have to have all the charts, you didn't have to have all the dice and that sort of thing. It was more, if you played Hero Clicks, basically the exact same thing. Just very easy, you just need to have the figurines and then you just go and play. So See, it was dumbed down then, huh? Yeah. It was super dumbed down. Well, it was for the younger audience, I think. Unfortunately, I, I think it could have worked. Like, for instance, you know, there are some, I will say it, and I know some of you guys are going to hate it. it. But especially when you had large battles in Battletech, it took, if, you know, hours upon hours. I mean, filling in dots or racing. I mean, you know, all that. Sometimes it would have been helpful to just But that's say, the fun part. I know, I know, I know. And I enjoyed it. But what I'm saying is some tools g- given to you to be able to, like, track heat easily, like a little dial in your miniature or something like that. That would have been cool. But what they did is they were using, you know battle mechs that we weren't familiar with they destroyed sometimes your character your character was dead old you know had been wiped out a long time ago mechs weren't even the same weapons were different the clans weren't even the same i mean it was a rough i think uh time for battle battle tech uh fans just in, just in general in my opinion but i will say when we get to it, I am going to read them uh, because I've been told that they do get better, and you know I'm going to trust uh, you know my own judgment when when we do get to that point. So, yeah, you know, and I want to say um, we did ask people to to send in questions that didn't pertain to necessarily MWO or tactics, and this is one of them. So we don't want to just gloss over it. 
I'm going to agree with Phil when we do get to that point. I'm going to read them as well. Even though I haven't been a fan in the past, um, I'm definitely going to give it another shot. I think with what they were given to work with, I think they did a pretty good job in trying to... Because at the beginning, it does kind of hinder uh, the beginning of the series. But close to the end of the Dark Age novels, you're getting... I wouldn't say it's as good as the old Battletech books, but it's definitely better than some of the older ones. Yeah, and like I said, I don't have enough experience, so if I say anything, like I said, it might sound negative because, like, oh, they screwed up. I'm not going to say. Um, I'm going to wait and make my own judgment call at, the, at that time, but I do know that it would have been a very difficult decision going in any direction, and that's the one they chose, so... We've got another question by Paul Emerson, and he says, Do you intend to podcast any games, if possible, or are you going to keep only the normal podcast and spend the rest of the time playing? Actually, I, I'm assuming what he's meaning by that is like, uh, you know, be a live announcer for matches or whatever. Um, I don't know. Well, what do you think he or means? like a Let's Play type thing, or just even live streaming the games. Mm, you know, um, I think if we make it a regular or try to make it a regular, like every Sunday night at so and so, you know, everyone gets on and plays a certain game together or, you know, hops in the same BF3 server or, you know, whatever, the, you know, the flavor. It, like basically, if an opportunity arises and it looks like it's something that we would be interested in, then, yeah, we'll do it. Um, you know, as far as playing together and, and then putting those up in a video cast or whatever. Um, so, yeah, we're open to new things. Hmm. And then we've got Arden Swartek, and he says, I would like you guys' input on using the MWO mech art for a new tabletop miniature line. Take my money. Just take it. Uh, yeah. Just take my money! Pretty much. I mean, I would love to get uh, get these miniatures, no doubt. That commando. Oh. Well, yeah. First off, I don't think it would be crazy from them. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. That's up to, to Randall and the guys over at Catalyst or, you know, whomever owns, you know. I think it would be cool. Why not? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, I don't have anybody to play a tough block. Actually, I think there was other listeners that said they lived in or around the North Carolina area and also the Raleigh area. So if you live in or around Raleigh, North Carolina, let me know. Um, I live right near Raleigh. So, well, well, Dirtnap, uh, we've got a guy named Dirtnap. I just moved from near Charlotte. I lived in Concord, and now I live up here. So, Dude, we totally got to get like an annual or semi-annual uh, tabletop match going. I would fly out for that. Well, why don't you tell Rebecca to, to go win the lotto and he'll Pay for adopt. everybody. He'll adopt me and, and coffee, and I'll just live in the basement. Even though your basement would be like the size of, you know, a few houses. I mean, I sounds do, good. We'll do. Dishes. So I'm not, not going to do your laundry, though. Well, then forget it. Mm. So that wraps up community questions. I do want to remind everybody again, though, that uh, you can send in questions about anything. It doesn't have to be MWO or Tactics or any of the titles that are coming out. It can be old school Battletech tabletop. It can be Mega Mech. It can be anything. So for those of you that did uh, break away from the usual questions, thank you. And I will throw this out. If you and some buddies or you get together with other buddies through NGNG and or through MWO or any device whatsoever on the internet, any type of social networking, 
and you guys play some Battletech games, you do whatever, you drink some beers, get some photos, send it, send it to us. Let us know the story behind it. You know, uh, we'd uh, love to feature that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And you know what? Even going further on that, if anybody is going to try and get some kind of gathering together, um, you know, we're all about community. We'll advertise on here for something like that. I'll, at least I'll say at this point we will for free. So, you know, if you've got a, a, um, you know, a tabletop match happening somewhere in the States or wherever there's a lot of people that can get together, let us know and uh, we'll hopefully get you more people. All right, guys, on to MechWare Tactics. Now, MechWare Tactics, again, you can go and register and uh, sort of interact on the forums. Not really a whole lot of news whatsoever. There's, you know, some dialogue going on, but I think they're just sort of gearing up waiting, and obviously we're waiting. So, you know, make sure you uh, get the the units uh, collected and ready to go on there. It looks awesome. We've got uh, MechWare Living Legends. Now... I think I mentioned it last week, but there's a lot of cool things going on behind the scenes. We enjoy playing this. We actually played this past Sunday. Join us when you can. It's really, really great. And I would say MWL really shines to its fullest when you get organized gameplay and organized groups fighting against organized groups and some and some some tactics. And, and I hope you guys enjoy the videos. We actually. Um, our old uh, clan, clan wolf in exile, man. We we had some we had some fun, did we not? Oh, those were good times. Yeah, if you haven't seen the site, the the videos that um, Phil posted on our website, uh, go check them out. It's basically you'll hear uh, him leading our our uh, mechs through the battlefield, and uh, you can see some of the tactics that he uses and that we use. And uh, those were great times. I totally concur. The only way to play these games is uh, organized and being strategic and you know actually lately freaking random battles and random people are driving me crazy i don't i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do that for many more years well you know it's funny some of those videos you know we were kicking some ass and taking some names some of those are open merc nights where we just we'd say x amount of c bills split the teams you know one death and that's it blah 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 remember that specific we were doing the smoke jaguar tournament i believe and i think we were up against I forgot who it was, but it was Marshes, and you know we were like, well, they're either going to go close range, long range, and we thought they would go long range. So we went a whole bunch of Summoner A's. Now the Summoner A's have the you know AC twenties and blah blah. And I forgot who we were using sort of as a scout, but they had, they were like, oh, contact! Oh, it's a whole bunch of catapults, and they're like, all right, I see him, I'm dead, and we we're like, what do you mean you're dead? It's like they just shot me with missiles and I'm dead. We're like. What? what and basically what happened was <laughs> remember that it was like um hell yeah like four catapults and it was like, was like insane. 80 mrms each and for i mean it, it was like 320 mrms hit them at once it was and so instantaneous like, boom all, all we could do we were like well shit you know uh charge you know and we lasted we took a few of them out but uh yeah it was, it was the 12th um br I remember that because Heart's we had a Blade. really good match. Yeah, Hearts Blade was there. We had a really good match the first one, and we, we I think we barely came in on top. And then, yeah, they waxed our ass that match. <laughs> Indeed. And, but even getting our asses kicked was fun uh, back then. And, and we got it on uh, YouTube. You can check that channel. Freaking, I think, I think at the end of the day, we were like, um, yeah, touche. Uh, <laughs> Owned by the 12th. Yes, it happened. And 12th guys, those guys are hilarious to play with 
All right, so we've got MechWarrior Tactical Command. No updates. Uh, none whatsoever. No response on the website. No forms. I mean, I'm sitting in the dark as much as you guys are. We can uh, only assume that they are just so busy working on the game that they can't... Uh... They're not. They don't have time to put any news out there or something. Yes, yes, Edmund, if you're listening, let us know what's going on, man. All right. So we've got Solaris Assault Tech over the Mech Tech crew. I do know, and this is because we've had multiple, multiple conversations with the crew over there, that they're we're we're trying to line up a little bit of a, a guest lineup with White Feather and the crew over there. Um, so if you ha- if you don't know them, Vince and all those guys. So we are in contact with them. They're busier and shit. Um, they've got a lot of cool stuff going in the background, obviously, since uh, since Darren met them over at uh, at the convention. So yeah, basically, um, they've got a lot of potential good news right around the corner. So um, we are going to line them up for a show here within the next few weeks. Um, basically, a, a little. Uh, regarding guests, um, it looks like uh, next week we are probably going to have, that'll be the 25th, uh, Duncan Fisher, George Ledoux. Um, then what I'm trying to do for the week after that is uh, get Randall, um, and then the week after that probably White Feather. So that's hopefully our next three weeks of guests. Yes, to the brim. All right, guys. After Solar Salt Tech, we've got the special giveaway now. Darren, you're gonna have to fill me in on this because I'm actually you're in the dark. I'm in the dark, man. I'm scared. Well, I'm not gonna actually give away a lot of info right now, but basically, um, and this was in the the listener questions also asking about this. Um, our NGNG Art and Fiction Contest Number Two is coming up, and so I will be posting all of the details on that when uh, this podcast goes live so look for that it's going to be awesome um we are loosening up the restrictions a little bit so there'll you know more room for creativity and so forth um again you will need a steam account to uh get the prizes the prizes are going to be games from steam and i also want to say again a thanks uh, a big thanks to harvey for putting that all together yeah, and you know, just to let people know, our last contest obviously it was it was a while back. We had, you know we weren't as I guess uh, liked, or you you guys weren't as liked uh, by the community. Anyways, get the word out there. I've seen a ton of great concepts by the community: the grasshopper, the Jager mech. I mean, all of these are all on the MWO forums. I want to see people go in there and do some cool art, do some cool stories, whatever is going on. Get the word out there. If you know anybody who enjoys this kind of stuff, when we post it, let them know. Give them a heads up. And who knows? You could be the next Flying Debris or Shimmering Sword, working at one of these companies, making money, doing what you like, or us commissioning your work or whatever. So get your stuff in there. We know there's a lot of talented people out there. Yes, sir. So I'd like to say thank you. Check us out on Facebook. Give us a like. Uh, We also know that with Facebook uh, changes they've made, it's a little bit harder to interact, but we're trying our best. I guess they're forcing that crap on everyone. What can Get us do? to 500. We want 500 likes. Yes, we're yeah. so close, man. So close. So if you're listening right now, maybe you don't really like Facebook, help us out. I mean, just... just yeah, I don't like it there, either, but it uh, yeah, it gets the word out. It gets the, builds community. All right, guys. I'd like to thank everyone. 
our community, our live audience, and of course our staff members for you know being here and supporting this. This is your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Philip. This is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Catcher Kill. This is Greg. Until next time, MechWarriors. Warriors.